It's that time of year, hurricane season. There's tons of folklore surrounding these monster storms. We all now know that hurricanes are caused by areas of low pressure over the ocean between the warm months of June through November. The warm, moist air rises up from the ocean and collides with cooler air. The cool air keeps pulling the warm air up until a wind pattern develops and begins spiraling around a calm center that we refer to as the eye. Think of it as water swirling down the drain. Imagine what people thought of hurricanes before we could track them, before we had any warning they were coming, and before we had any knowledge of the weather. Greek mythology states that hurricanes were caused by Hecaton Shires, which are three monstrous gods born from the union of Uranus, the god of the sky, and Gaia, the goddess of the earth. Three godchildren named Briarius, Cottus, and Aegis were born with 50 heads and 100 hands each. I can't even picture that. Uranus took one look at them and was horrified. He cast them into Tartarus, the bleak underworld, full of chaos and despair. Eventually, the three were rescued by Zeus, where he enlisted them in his battle against the Titans. The Titans were overwhelmed with the throwing of stones by 100 hands each and lost the battle. The Hakatan Shires were awarded palaces under the sea. Cottus and Yigas had palaces under River Okeonus, and Briarius was under the Aegean Sea. Since then, they have been responsible for releasing the storms of Tartarus upon mortals at the command of other gods. The Caribbean Indian god of evil is called Hurrikan. The Mayan god Harukan is the deity of winds, storms, and fire. The Taino North American word for hurricane is Hurakan. All of these names are where we get the term hurricane from. tropical storm becomes a hurricane when it reaches 74 mile per hour winds. An average hurricane season includes 10.6 tropical storms, 6 hurricanes, and 2 major hurricanes. A major hurricane is at least a category 3 or stronger. Category 1 is classified as very dangerous with 75 to 95 mile per hour winds. A 2 is extremely dangerous with 96 to 110 mile per hour winds. 3 has devastating damage with 111 to 129 mile per hour winds. 4 has catastrophic damage with 130 to 156 mile per hour winds. And a Cat 5 is also very catastrophic but with 157 or higher mile per hour winds. Cat 4s and 5s leave most of the affected areas uninhabitable for weeks or even months. biggest hurricanes the South has had has impacted our states greatly. 
In 1900, the Galveston Category 4 hurricane left 8 to 12,000 people dead, 3,600 homes destroyed, and over 10,000 people homeless. In 1928, the Okeechobee hurricane hit land as a Category 5 in Puerto Rico and then hit Florida as a Cat 4. It destroyed 1,700 West Palm Beach homes and caused significant flooding. The Chenier Caminata hurricane hit Louisiana in 1893 as a Cat 4. It's often referred to as the Great October Storm and killed 2,000 people. Of course, we all remember Hurricane Katrina that hit New Orleans in 2005. The Category 5 hurricane flooded 80% of the city, destroyed 30 oil platforms in the Gulf of Mexico, and shut down 9 oil refineries. We were terrified if we were even going to get gas. 3 million people lost power and 1,800 died. The storm surge had over 50 breaches that kept sending storm waters into town. What I remember more than anything, though, was the violence and looting that happened. People, we have to be better than that. I mean, they saw all those 70-inch TVs but had no power to watch them on. I can't imagine not having the technology we have now to track hurricanes. Imagine a storm coming in and all of a sudden you're in 150 mile per hour winds and storm surges up to 20 feet. You would think the world was ending or some evil had been unleashed. Americans came up with ways to predict hurricanes. Just before a big squall, if your dog, cat, or horse was restless or ran off, if they weren't pinned in, you could expect a hurricane soon. My horses run all the time, but they're just crazy. Also, if a cow walks around with its tail upright, a storm may be coming. If sparrows hide under hedges or roof ledges, or if an alligator opens its jaw with an extra long bellow, a hurricane is brewing. This one's probably only for Florida, but if you have a bountiful citrus crop, there will be no hurricanes. But if it's a bountiful mango crop, you can expect a storm or two. If you see water spouts during the hurricane, you can just wave a butcher knife to separate them so they disappear. I really hope you're picturing what I'm picturing. Me on a beach, looking like a crazy person, flailing my big butcher knife around like a lunatic with my hair and clothes blowing all around. Not sure any of these legends warrant any scientific proof at all. like to say around the south that we aren't scared of any hurricanes, but if the forecast calls for snow, we have an issue. We go insane on the rare chance we get snow. The truth is, all hurricanes can be dangerous, even a Cat 1. Category 1s can be slow and dump lots of rain in areas that can't hold much. Coastal towns get flooded. We make the most of it by kayaking down King Street in Charleston. But hurricanes don't only affect the coast. A typical hurricane is 300 miles wide. The rain can cause flooding to many rivers, creeks, ponds, low-lying areas, and the winds can cause tornadoes or trees to be uprooted. Insurance does not cover everything from a hurricane. Most people don't realize that your homeowner's insurance may cover your roof, but if you have damage due to floodwaters, 
let's hope you sprung for flood insurance. There is no evidence to support that a drop in barometric pressure due to a hurricane can cause a woman to go into labor. Now that being said, in 2018, Hurricane Florence was about to hit the coast of the Carolinas. Charleston, South Carolina and Savannah, Georgia hospitals evacuated patients and sent them inland. In the CSRA, the central Savannah River area around Aiken, South Carolina and Augusta, Georgia, we have at least mm, seven major hospitals. September 13th, 2018, I was 38 weeks pregnant and the day before had been checked by my doctor who said I still had plenty of time. He was heading out on a cruise and I should relax. Well, I tried to, but I couldn't sleep. At 5 a.m., my water broke. Mind you, I had to be induced with both of my other babies. We dropped kids off and headed to the hospital. A packed hospital. The maternity floor was not only packed with coastal patients, but other women had gone into labor that morning. Instead of the nice big delivery room with the huge windows I was used to, I was in some back no-window room that barely fit a bed. My labor progressed fast, so fast, that the doctor that was on call went to lunch and my baby was delivered by a student. But the major part of the storm made landfall, and then that's when I delivered the baby. I felt like Florence and baby Livy were in a race to see who could get there first. But yeah, there's no evidence to support pressure changes making women go into labor. Sure. We did not name the baby Florence, even though every nurse said we should. But Hurricane Flo will forever live in our little Hurricane Livy, because she's a hot mess. Hurricane Hugo is another hurricane that has a huge significance in my life. Hugo hit Sullivan's Island, South Carolina in 1989, but made landfalls on Guadalupe, St. Croix, and Puerto Rico as a Category 5 before that. I got to go with my parents to Charleston to help aid in the cleanup and rebuilding and saw the damage firsthand. Boats were everywhere. One sailboat was sitting on top of a concrete picnic table. Some were in the middle of highways. The pine trees had all been stabbed with pine needles. The trunks looked like porcupines. It was crazy. Houses were demolished or had floated down the street as the storm surges flooded the area. People still talk about that storm to this day. South Carolina has the legend of the gray man that dates back to 1822. Just before a hurricane approaches the coast, people often see a cloaked figure roaming the beach on Polly's Island. He was seen before Hurricane Hazel in 1954, Hugo in 1989, and even Florence in 2018. The story is about a young man that has been at sea for quite some time and was traveling from Charleston to see his love and ask her hand in marriage. He was trying to make better time with the approaching storm and decided to take a shortcut through the marsh. 
Nearing sunset, his horse became bogged down in the mud and threw him to the ground. The mud entrapped him and pulled him under the surface and killed him. His love was devastated after learning of his death and would frequently take walks on the beach at Polly's Island. Once she saw a man walking in a gray cloak and as she got near, she recognized her love's face. The woman tried to question the man, but all he could say was she needed to leave the island since the storm was approaching and then he vanished into thin air. She ran back to her parents, who took his suggestion to heart and evacuated. A major hurricane hit the coast and destroyed all the homes on Polly's Island, except for hers. The gray man will make an appearance and warn you to leave if a major storm is about to make landfall. Have you ever seen him? I felt that as Hurricane Adelia was about to make landfall this morning near Caribou, Florida, and make her way up most of our southern states, we needed a little more storm knowledge. Stay safe out there, and don't eat all your hurricane snacks. Bring your solar lights in if your power goes out, and use all your kids' crayons as candles. Lastly, if you happen to see Jim Cantori, you may want to reconsider evacuating. Y'all stay safe, seriously. My biggest fan recently requested a Kentucky episode. So thanks for all your ideas, Hadley. Kentucky is one of our states in the southeast region, but it borders some of our northern and midwestern states. Due to a lot of the state being somewhat remote, tons of mystery and folklore come from the bluegrass state. Kentucky was the 15th state to join the U.S. as they split from Virginia in 1792. Little did I know the capital was Frankfurt and not Louisville. Looks like I forgot that from whenever it was I memorized state capitals. Louisville is the largest city in the state. Kentucky does have the longest cave system in our country in Mammoth Cave National Park. I did not know it is known for many tobacco plantations just like North Carolina. But most importantly, everyone knows Kentucky from the Kentucky Derby, the first leg of the Triple Crown race. Mint julep, anyone? My husband loves Kentucky, but he is the famous horse daddy. So of course he does. One day I'll be able to make one of those horse trips with him. I tried to wait until one of those trips to do this episode, but there's just so many stories that I couldn't wait. Mm -hmm.